B'Shalach Revi'i, chapter 14, verse 26, Perik Yudalit, Pasuk Chavav. Vayoymer Hashem el Moshe, so Hashem says to Moshe, Niteyes Yodcho al Hayom, stretch out your hand over the Yom, V'yoshuvu Hamayim al Mitzrayim, and the water will return, let the water return upon the Egyptians, al Rikhbev al Paroshov, on his chariots and on his horsemen. Because as we read that they were uh, in the ocean following, in the sea, following the uh, the Bnei Yisrael. So, Dr. Ashi v'yeshuvu hamayim, and the water, let the water return. Because they were standing up like a wall. They were erect and standing up like a wall. Yeshuvu limekoimam. They should go back to their place, and they should cover up over the Egyptians. Now you see that in both ways, in the beginning there was a miracle from Moshe Rabbeinu that he uh, had to wave his staff in order to um, stretch out his hand and, and, and wave uh, on the Yam. Before it says, see over there, in the, in, when, the, when the Mayim came at first, when the water split, over there Hashem says, So he did both things. Over here, he just says to him, It doesn't say, Over here in this passage. Also, uh, the Rebbe explains in a Sicha, in Chedek Vov, that the miracle of Yitzhiyas, of, of, of Kriyas Yamsuf, was in such a way uh, that when the water was standing up, it, the nature of the water never changed. It was only Bechitsoinus, outwardly the water was standing up, but the water still remained the water with its nature that wants to come down. As opposed to, uh, the Rebbe says, the, um, the, uh, the miracle of uh, when Moshe Rabbeinu's hand turned into uh, like a leprosy. So once it turned into a leprosy, he really had a leprosy. The miracle was that he got a leprosy. So then his hand was a uh, hand with tzaras. In order to take away the tzaras, it was necessary to have another miracle to take away what has been done. So sometimes a miracle changes the actual fact, and now it becomes something else. And then to bring it back to the original state, you need to have another miracle. But sometimes, like by the Makas Dam, the Rebbe gives the example, over there, it, the water never really became blood-blood in the sense that it didn't get all the characteristic on the inside to really become blood. I mean, whatever the definition of blood or the pH 2, whatever the makeup of blood is versus the makeup of, of water is, it never really became blood-blood in its essence, in its S actual makeup, but rather only in its outwardly appearance. It looked like, in the Chitonis, it looked like... And it, you know, I don't know, to the taste like blood, but it was just an outwardly part of it, as opposed to the inside. And then, later on, it just turned back to its original state. The same thing here with the yam. I mean, there's a lot more to it. Just there's a lot of artists over there in the sikha. But the same thing is with the yam. Generally speaking, it was a change that was just a temporary change outside. Now the water was standing up against its nature. But the... Uh, the the nature of the water never really uh, never really changed it in the in the inner way. So therefore, Moshe just uh, waved his hand. I'm just saying maybe that's why there was uh, 
only Nesser wasn't need, needed, the Mata wasn't needed, because maybe there was really no change over here the way back. It was just, he waved his hand, so everything went back to the way it was in the beginning. Now, generally, I mean, sometimes we understand that the way the water was standing up there, the Al-Tarebbe brings this as an example in the Tanya, was that the fact that there was a Ruach Kodim Azakola Laila, so it seems like the there was really no change in the nature of the water, but what happened was there was just a wind that was blowing. Imagine the wind, everything is the same. The, the, you have a wind, and the wind blows on the water, and the water actually changes into now standing up. Not because there's any change. The water is not changed at all, even outwardly. Because the water remained the water. It's just because there's such a strong force of the wind that is blowing on the water that it forces the water to stand up. That would be a normal natural phenomenon. But the Rebbe proves over there in the Sikha that that's not really the case. The case was there was there wasn't just a uh, uh, a miracle in the sense that the wind was here now, but there was no miracle in the actual Kriyasyam. So there was actually a change there was a change in the Kriyasyam. I don't want to talk about it long now, but the main thing what I want to say, the point that I do want to say is that the Rebbe says there wasn't really a permanent change, it was only a temporary change it wasn't an inner change but it was an outer change so anyways, Pasuk Havzayim Vayet Moshe Siyodeh Ala Yom so Moshe waved his hands over the sea so towards the morning, now uh, the the sea returned le'eisonoi. Uh, le'eisonoi, Rashi is going to say to its first strength, to its previous strength of the sea. Umitzrayim nosim likrosei, and the Egyptians were flow fleeing towards it. They were running towards it. The water came on top of them. And Hashem steered, like they made like a, in a big pot, they give a big mish, give a big mix, the whole yam, with all the Egyptians over there. We'll see in the, in the Rashi. But Lifnois Boiker, Zokhtar Rashi, what means Lifnois Boiker? It means at the time, at the time the morning approaches. Lifnois Boiker means, Lifnois comes with the word Poina. It's. Uh, uh, approaches that it it, it it turns to. So when the biker is turning to come, when it's about to come, uh, meaning before biker. Because as you remember, the yin went down into the uh, into the water at the nighttime of the seventh, the seventh at nighttime, and then they were in the water in the sea, and then the mitzrayim came after them, and then when the yin left out and towards the morning, the the Hashem brought back the water back on top of them. And that's when they all drown. To its first strength. Meaning like it was before. There's also a medrash, and this is the Sikha I mentioned before, which says that the word means litnoi. It means the condition. Because Hashem made a condition, the medrash says, that the water should split before the Bnei Yisrael. And uh, there was sort of a, a tonight that it had to listen. The Rebbe explains what does it mean that the water had to listen to the condition. When Hashem created the water in the very first time, and if you remember before, uh, it seems like all the waters split. Rashi brought down, not only the water over here split, but all the waters in the world, Rashi said, split. So apparently everything came back to its place at this time also. 
So when Hashem first created the water, He made up that the water should split. And it says if the water won't split, then there will be no more sea. So it had, it had to listen, sort of. So Leisone means Litnoi. And the Rebbe explains, why do you need a condition? Nebuchadnezzar is in charge, so he doesn't need a condition with the water. Of course Nebuchadnezzar can tell the water what to do. But the, the Rebbe explains that the Hashem put in, in the water that, uh, that power that it has to listen and it has to do beyond its nature and that's part of its creation. Its creation is such that even when something tells it against its creation that is part of its uh, that is part of the water. The water itself knows that from the creation it's meant in such a way that it has to go beyond uh, creation. In other words it has to go beyond nature of what it was created. It has to allow for that. And that way uh, their, uh, this condition was fulfilled actually when the water came back to its original state because that way now we're sure that it has really the full force of beyond nature. In other words, that the water itself agrees that it can be split and when it goes back to its original uh, way it was, that's when it really received its real power, which it had lechatchila, which is as the Rebbe explains, which is the oyer hasayvim higher than the Rebbe But that's again, that's beyond what we're learning now. Let's go weiter. Nosim lekrosi. Why were they running towards the waves, towards the water? They should run against the water. But Rashi says shoyim humamim mutarafim. They were confused and they were crazed. Vratzim lekrasamayim. They were running towards the water. Like a person who mixes the pot. And he turns the top to the bottom and the bottom to the top. gives a good mish. Likewise, they were going up and going down. And they would be breaking them uh, in the yam. And one of them, and... But what's the point? If they died already, so what's the point in, in, in dragging them around already? They're, they drowned in the sea, right? So what's the point in the Krashi Vinosna Kodish Borhu Bahem Chayis Lakabala Yisurim? Hashem gave them the uh, uh, live for them to accept the pain, to accept the torture. I mean this needs to be explained a little bit. I mean, this, 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 this sentence over here, that the Eivshti gave them the Kayak to receive the pain, it, it almost seems like, uh, um, you know, giving them, you know, pain just so they can take the suffering, uh, keep them alive. I mean, you know, I mean, Rahman uh, al-Islam, you know, sometimes you have, you know, bad people that, you know, uh, uh, do things like that, you know, they don't you just kill a person, but, you know, they uh, actually torture people. That's called torture, right? Uh, so Rashi basically says that Hashem gave them the chayis to torture them. And so the question is, what is this uh, torture about? But we have to say that this torture was sort of a um, a. It was a lesson. The kovdo befari, as the Rebbe says the whole time, that Hashem is miskabed and is gadled when he does the come in the goyim, but. Um, and maybe that is even in a case when is mekabel yisurim, even in a case from torture, from this kind of a uh, of, of of thing. There's a also a bigger lesson, but um, I guess in the um, in the in the common way of thinking now, you know, I mean, not in the, from the Torah.
people think, you know, uh, people's ideas are, you know, that you're not allowed to torture people, right? Even, even if you were captured them, you know, people make a whole big to-do. But, um, you know, that, that has a separate category. Anyways, go back to Vayinayir, Zokhtrashi, Vishanik. That he means, uh, that's Loshan Targum, Unculus says, Vishanik, that means that Vuloshan uh, Tiruf, steering, Vuloshan Arami, Vaharbeyesh, Mimodre, Medrash There's a lot of them in the Medrash Agode. So what happens, this is what Hashem said, uh, Hashem mixed them up. So by Yeshuvo Hamayim, now the Pussy goes back, already it says in. Uh, uh, doesn't say it says here it says by Yeshua Hamayim and the waters returned by Yechusu by Yechasu as a rechem as a paroshim and they covered the chariots and the uh, horsemen the chol chil pare the entire force of pare haboy macharei by Yom that came after them in the sea leinisha b'madechod even one wasn't left they were all covered up so I guess the pasuk again is just telling you the um, the, uh, the the fact that there was this covered everybody and everybody nobody was left. This is the usual way of the psukim lichtev lamed. You say that to write an extra lamed. It says it says Then it says koil chel not lechol chel. But what's the lamed? So this is derech hamikrois. Should just say kol kel of tas nechoshes. All of his vessels you should make copper. It says lechol kel. V'chein lechol klei hamishkon bechol avidosay. So the next alarm is kol klei hamishkon bechol avidosay. That's what we should say. Also, in Bamidbar Dalad Lamed Beis it says v'seidosom u'meisreihem. It should be kol klei. It says lechol klei. Ve'ino elotikim loshin. And the Lamed is used merely to enhance the language, to write it in the way of Luchot. Pasuk Hoftes, Uvnei Yisrael, Holchum Yabosha. But the children of Israel, they went in dry land. Besoich Hayom, in the midst of the sea. Vamayim lam choymom iminim usmoilom. And the water was like a wall from them, from the right and from the left. Now, what is this talking about? Is this talking about after the Yeshuvayim, or he's telling you what took place before? That the Yidden went in the dry land, the Actually, the Pasik already said it before. The the basically the Pasik of Tes now is is almost uh, equivalent to the Pasik of Bez. The Pasik of Bez by Yisrael says over there, and it says, It says exactly the the same come out the same words, it just switches around the word. By Abosha was here with the with Betochayom. Here says Betochayom first. There says Betochayom first. Here says By Abosha first. So this is basically a repeat. You know, after telling you what took place with the Egyptian, he re-emphasizes that what happened with the Bnei Yisrael. They went Miminam Usmailam. Mirashi doesn't explain or anything. Why? Why this pasuk again over here? Why Bnei Yisrael I mean, the pasuk isn't saying that. After while one part of the ocean was being covered, the Egyptians, the other part of the ocean, the Eden was still walking. Is that what the pasuk is saying? Because it seems like a real duplicate pasuk, pasuk chobeis, pasuk lamed. And Hashem saved, and that day Hashem saved the Israel, the 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 Israel. Now, the whole time he's calling them Bnei Yisrael. Now he's calling them Yisrael. I'm just wondering where, 
where the name Yisrael started being just uh, just Yisrael, because the pasuk was talking the whole time. Uh, whenever it talks about it talks about Bnei Yisrael, Bnei Yisrael. Now here it starts Vayesh Hashem Miyad Beyemu Es Yisrael. He saved the Yisrael Miyad Mitzrayim from the hands of the Egyptian. I wonder if this is the first time where the Yidden are called Yisrael itself instead of Bnei Yisrael. Uh, I don't know. I didn't pay attention to the whole parsha all the time, but I don't know. Just here it strikes me. It says twice in the parsha here, as Yisrael Miyad Mitzrayim Miyad Yisrael, and the Yidden saw as Mitzrayim is. Al-Svasayom. He saw them die, die, saw them dead on the edge of the Yam. Again, it says, uh, Mitzrayim May says in a single ocean over here. So, Ktrashi, Vayari Zos Mitzrayim Mace, so Ktrashapopna Yom Al-Svasay, that the water uh, has spewed them out, it's put, it, it uh, spit them out uh, on its edge. Why? So that the Yiddin shouldn't say, Kishem Shona, why did Hashem make that nest and not leave them in the ocean? So the Yiddin shouldn't say, Kishem Shona, just as we are going up from this side, so they're also going from the other side. They'll chase us. They'll chase after us. Hashem showed them, so that they're gone. So after Hashem Vayinayir, then Hashem had the water spit him out. Pesach Lamed Aleph Vayari Yisrael Asayoda Gedoylo Asher Osa Hashem B'Mitzrayim. So the 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 Jews, the Yisrael saw the great hand that Hashem has done in Egypt. So Vayiru Aomes Hashem. So the people feared Hashem. Vayaminu Ba Hashem. So now they trusted, they believed in Hashem over Moshe Avdei and Moshe's servant, because they saw. But this is Moshe Rabbeinu who told them all this, right? And Hashem, the Malad Reis, Moshe Hashem told them that's going to be Kriyas Yamsu. This Indian that Vayar Yisrael's Mitzrayim Meisas Vasayom that is spilled them out. That was the third miracle that Rashi says before the Makas Bechayres. It says Laman Reis Moshe. So Rashi says over there. What were the three Moshe? Rashi said over there. But Rashi actually doesn't say. It says not the Asvasayom, but Lenayer Es Mitzrayim. That is Reis Moshe. So. We, we see that Hashem needed to make this Mephis. You know, I asked before, He gave them Chayis L'Kabbalah Yisurim. Because this was part of their punishment. They needed to go through this Vayinayir. They needed to go through the Vayinayir. Because you see already, Rashi said it before. And that's part of the whole warning. Laman Reves Mephis. So this was part of the plan of the three miracles. Not the seeing them on the, on the sea. That's a separate thing. But that was the three things that Rashi quoted before. Okay, that was necessary to uh, to accomplish what Hashem needed to accomplish with the with the Egyptians. So, what does it mean here? Wait, so there was not even one single Egyptian. That says That's what it says. So and the Eibushter only the Eibushter left Pari till that time. So the Pari is the man to show him that uh, that uh, the 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 left him. Like by when Rashi's Bechor Pari, he should also died. Shapari should have died until now. So then there was so then there was no nation that was in anymore. Not that not that nation. Uh, no, that not from those that came and chased them. Not that chased them. I not know oh, I don't know that everybody any, chased them. Not everybody. It says he took a whole army, he took everybody with him, but does it mean literally that nobody else was left over there? That's that's that another thing. Yeah, I mean there was an Egyptian Egyptian nation after that, but uh, Yeah, but not this one. 
that's right, not this one. It says, Vayirdufu Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim, the Egyptian. All of them, he persuaded them all to go. Uh, but you see, they were Chayla, Rigbay, Parashov. I mean, they, they had to go with chariots and everything else. Not everybody rode chariots. These were the armies, the Chayla. You see, the, all the time, the Pazit calls them the Chayla Pare, the armies of Pare. So what does it mean, Vayari Yisrael, Asayyoda Gedoyla, the great hand? What does it mean, the great hand? Zotrashi Asagvura Hagdoyla, the great, mighty deed, the great deed, Shosayyoda Shlakosbarach, that Hashem's hand did. Oh, what do you mean the hand? Meaning what Hashem, what Hashem did, his strength. Uh, that the many meanings fit the term Yad. And they are all expression derived from an actual hand. It means Yad, the hand. And he who interprets it must adjust the wording according to the context. Meaning, in this case, what does it mean? They didn't see. Uh-huh. They saw the Gevura, they saw Hashem's power, Hashem's might. That means the Gevura Gedoyla. Who makes the Gevura Gedoyla? Yodish Lakadz Baruchot. Hashem's, Hashem's hand, so to speak, did it. So, But he saw what? He saw what Hashem did with his mighty hand, that he was able to, that he destroyed the Egyptians. So, Oz Yashir Moshe. So then, so then Moshe Rabbeinu uh, sang Bnei Yisrael. So now he goes back to the Bnei Yisrael. So Moshe and the Bnei Yisrael sang as Hashira Hazois La Hashem. They sang this song, the following song to Hashem. Vayoimru and they said, Lamer. Uh, and they said to say. Now, what is the meaning exactly from the word Lamer over here? I mean, this is already uh, uh, a whole, uh, a whole, a whole debate. Certain. Lamer to say, because usually to say over, but usually you say, Medabra Hashem al Moshe, Lamer to say to the end. So, Vayemru Lamer over here, however, is, and they said, this was all the Bnei Yisrael saying. So, who did they say, Lamer? Now, this is whether the, the Gemara, the Mishnah, there, there's a whole secret of the Rebbe about this, but in this case, they said, so in other words, they they sang, Moshe sang this song, and they said, Lamer to say, to respond, to say, meaning you say back, you know, they say part and someone said back. So what do they say? Oshiro la Hashem, I will sing to Hashem, Kigoi Goi, for he's very exalted. Exalted, exalted, Goi Goi, very exalted. Sus v'reichvei, again, this is Lashen Yochid, like we said before. Sus Paroi, Rashi said already that it's all considered like one Sus. Sus, the horse, the Reichve and its rider, Ramavayom, he cast in the sea. So what does it mean then, Moshe sang? Then, at that point, Moshe sang. Ashi, Oz, then, what means then? Kshano Hanes, when he saw the miracle. What does it mean in the future? It means like then, then he sang. Then he sang after seeing the miracles and responding the miracle. Then it came up in his heart to sing. So Moshe ben Yisrael, v'chein likewise in Yeshua Yud Pasukut base, it says Oz Yidaber Yehoshua. Uh, then Yehoshua spoke, and also we have v'chein the Malachim Aleph Perik Zayin Pasuk Ches Ubeis Yas Ubeis Yase. 
levas paroi, and a house he will make, uh, not bayis also, because chosha belibas yasalo. So in other words, he took his heart that he's going to do for. So that comes after, in other words, a person first have a thought, and after this thought comes the action. So when you say Yashir, then, then following meaning what? So usually Yashir means following in the future. But, so therefore when we try to say a person sang, you would say in the present, Oz Shor, then he sang. Or Oz Asa, then he did. Or Oz Dibir, then he spoke. But when we want to say this as a follow-up to the person's thought to sing, or the person's thought to speak, or the person's thought to do, you will say, Oz Yashir, after his thought to sing, he sang. Oz Yidaber, after he thought to speak, he spoke. And Oz Yasir, after thinking to do, he did. Chosha Belibar Shiyasir, he thought in his how to do. Afkan Yashir. Also here means Yashir, Omar Loi Liboy Shayashir. Then his heart told him, as after he had it in his heart, his Yashir Moshe, Moshe sang, his heart told him to sing. Chain also, like, and so he did, that he actually did. So, Oz Yashir, he told him to do it, and then he did so. So it's Yashir, he, he told him to sing, and he, and he did, and he did, and he did. And also is Yeshu Yud Beisav, Yoimer Le'ene Yisrael. Uh, it says um, in front of the eyes of the Jews. Oh, so what it means is that he said he will sing, and he did so as we see in Yeshua Yud Beis by Yemelayne Yisrael. That what that he that he did the song. What he said he was going to do. Also, the song of the well. Uh, when later on, by the great miracle, where Hashem defeated the enemies, so so the Pasik uh, opens up in Bamidbar Khafala Pasik Zayin, it says, Oz Yashir Yisrael. What does it mean then in the future they sang? Pirish. Akhrov. So after he says that they wanted to sing, it says, Ali Be'er Enullah. That is the song. So he says, Oz Yashir Moshe. They sang, and then it tells you what they said. The same thing is, Oz Yivna Shleima Bama. That then Shloima will build or, or went up in his heart to build a bama. A bama is a uh, high place to be a carbon. Yisrael. So the sages of Israel explain He wanted to build, but he didn't build. Because the word the yud that is in the in the yashir is said on the thought wanting to. So Yivne Shloima means he wanted to build. This is to answer it in the Pashat uh, meaning of the Pasik that Oz Yashir means that it went up in his mind to sing. But the Medrash Omra teachers of blessed memory said, Mikan from here is there's a hint for the dead that they will get up, resurrection of the dead from the Torah. Because it says Yashir, then they will sing, then Moshe will sing. That's referring to the Asid Lave in the future, when Moshe Rabbeinu will stand up. So then Moshe will sing. Uh, and likewise, by all these Psukim, Oz Yashir Yisrael, they will sing. That is going to be when Mashiach, when the Tchis Amesim will be. Chutz Mishal Shleimai, with the exception of Shleimai Shepir Shua, over there they explain it, Bikish Livnais, 
that he wished to build, but he didn't build. But everything else is referring to the future. He cannot say and to answer this language like all other matters were written in the future and they are immediately like in Eiv he will do which means presently which is they camp and it's now or because they are something which is present all the time. And you can say Osid and over the future and the past. But this one, Oz Yoshi, you can't say he sang, he continued singing. This was only one time for a little bit. And you cannot answer in this language. So Oz Yoshi cannot mean continuously sing because it doesn't continue to sing, it was just for one time. So what is a Yoshir? So we have the Medrash that says that it talks about when the resurrection of the Chis HaMesim, or it talks about in the Pshat, Yoshir that his heart uh, told him to sing. Okay, so, so what you're saying is, that the Rebbe brings down in the Sikhel, that Oz Yoshir, he sang, is also was a command, that the Ebishter told him, Moshe sang because the Malachi showed us wanted to sing first. And the Amish says, no, 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 no. First the Yiddin should sing. So Oz, Yoshir, Moshe, then Moshe sang as an instruction for Hashem. And then there's a question that brings down whether they also sang before the women or not. But even if they did sing before the women, but it's still by Tan Lohem, Miriam, Miriam had to respond. The Tan Lohem, Lohem meaning to the Malachim, that to give them permission to sing before before the women. The so, that's right. And therefore, so what are we saying? That Islam is to whom? It's to the Malachim. And he's telling them that he gave, she gave them permission because the Malachim first wanted to sing for Moshe and the said those Yoshim. Then later on, the Malachim wanted to sing before the women. And there we have two opinions whether they had to wait even after the women or they sang before the women. But even if they sang before the women, they had to get permission from the women to sing before, and that's why Vitan Lohem, Miriam the Miriam responded to them. Good, very good. Kigoi go. What does it mean? Two types that it was exalted. So Trashish and I'll call Gea. That is that he was exalted over the exalted. He is Gaya called Goya. So Goy Go. He's exalted over the Goa. Kitagum. Dabar Akhar, another Pshat, Boa Kaifulaimba, this duplication comes to teach us. She also Dabar that Hashem did something she Efshalabasa Vadam Lasis. That is impossible for a human being to do. Go go, he did something what a human being can do. Kshunilcha Bhavedoi Umizgabarolov, when you have war with your friend and you and you overpower him, Mapilo Minasus, then you throw him off the horse. But the Khan over here you took the horse and the rider threw them into the water instead of having to separate the rider from the horse in order to be victorious he took the horse and the rider and threw them into the yard and any situation that it's other it's impossible for another to do uh, like 
like he can, no one can do what you can do. Neifel be loshin geus, that has the expression of geus. Like it's the Kemoi, like we say in Yeshaya, you'd base Posse ki geus also. So I guess according to this, the loshin geus means ki goi go, for exalted, he was exalted. In other words, just try to tell you, he, he, he did acts that cannot be done by nobody else. The entire song, you will find that it's doubled. Pasik Beis says, So, which means, um, my strength and my praise are the eternal. And then it says, uh, and he was my salvation. So that's a, re- a repetition. It says in Pesachim, Hashem il Shmuchama, Hashem Shemoi. Hashem is the master of war. Hashem is his name. So we see Hashem, Hashem. Hashem is Shmuchama, Hashem Shemoi. Pchein kulam, and like with all of them, everything is repeated. So I guess the repetition is what is something that a human being cannot do. So. Uh, um, a uh, normal go would only mean what? No, it's astounding, it's wonderful. But go go means that beyond what a human being can do. Go is like a human being does something great, and go go means. Um, the first part, Shatki go go, means in the skull called Gaya, that he was exalted over all the Gaya would probably mean the Mitzrayim. Kigoi go, he was goy on the go. The go is the Egyptians, and then kigoi go. According to the second shot, it's goy go, meaning there is one go normal, and go means beyond what a human being can do. Dovarach another shot, kigoi go, akola shiris. Hashem is greater and exalted more, he's exalted over the exalted. The Shira is an exaltion. We, we make Hashem great. We sing to Him. We say His praise. We're saying to Hashem, Go, Go. He's higher than the, than the, than the songs. And as much as I should praise Him, there's still more. Not like by a person. But a person is not only that. You praise Him, He doesn't even have what you praise Him. But Hashem is just the opposite. What is it? Sus His horse and the rider, he threw into the water. So Klashish name Kshurim They were both bound to each other. And the water would put him up always to the top. And it would bring him down to the depth. They wouldn't separate. So it was the Sus together with the Reichoy. All together as they were going up and down. Must have been some roller coaster over there. <laughs> Yeah, but what free. did they die? Ah, it was free, huh? Didn't they die? Yeah, Hashem gave them chayas to take the Yisurim, Rashi said. Rama, the Klashi Hishlich, he threw in. V'chein, and also Daniel, gave him above Yisrama, Legoi, Atun, Nura, and they were cast into the burning, fiery furnace. So the word uh, Yisramu means to be uh, thrown in. Umedrash HaGodah, and the Medrash HaGodah says, Kos Vechadoyme Rama. One Pasik says Rama. Uh Sudra Rama Vayam. 
And then there's another Pasik. In Pasik Dal says Yara. That what that he threw. So they would go up to the high, the Mizroma. And then Yara, Yardim Shailva, Yardim Tai. So that's the Rama Yara, Kamai Ivlam Kazwa, Mi Yara Evan Pinosa. Uh, so the meaning of the word Yara is similar to Miyara Penosa who laid, meaning Yara is cornerstone. So here laid means put down. So I guess Rama from this lotion comes up to the top and Yara means to the bottom, laid. Milmaila Lamata from top to the bottom. Now Rashi brought this medrash, but now Rashi is fitting it in the previous passage. But here Rashi is fitting it in into the Taiches of the word Rama and also the word Yoro. Posig base. Posig base. Ozi vizimra ska. The Vahili Lishua. So, Ozi means what? My strength. Vizimros can mean also my song. Ozi vizimros, my strength and my and 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 my song. Or Rashi teaches zimros means my strength and my vengeance, my cut off of loshin cut off. So Hashem strength and Hashem cuts off. Ka Hashem. So in other words, he cut down the strength and the cut down of Hashem. By Yeshua was to me, it was for a salvation. Hashem saved us. Zekeli, this is my God. Ba'anveyu, and what are the Taichin Ba'anveyu? Rashi Taichis, making beauty, that's the uncle of Taichin. Uh, make my God, this is my God, and I will beautify him. Elekei Ovi, he's the God of my father, and I will uh, praise him, I will make him great, uh, exalt him. So here too, the Pasuk, you see, uh, as Rashi said before, it says, um, um, Ozi vizimros ko vahili lishua. This is no duplicate. Rashi said before. Zekeli vanveyu elikav vareimenu. So it's both both follow each other. It's like doubles in each one. Ozi vizimros ko. The Rashi Ozi vizimros ko. There is two basic uh, interpretation of this pasuk um, that Rashi addresses. First is the interpretation of the onkelos. And then Rashi challenges the Unculus and he suggests his interpretation. According to the way Rashi concludes uh, Rashi's interpretation, the meaning of Ozi Vizimros Ko is as if it was written, the Ozi mean, is like Oz, not Ozi, my uh, Oz, and uh, Oz means the strength, but the strength as a noun, not as a verb, not my strength, but Oz, 
the strength and the Zimros Ko and the fact that Hashem cut down um, this strength and that Hashem cuts down is like Hoyo Lilishua. Postic says Vahili Lishua, Hoyo Lilishua. So in this case, the Vahili Lishua means that uh, it was the strength and that Hashem cut down the enemies. The Zimros Ko was to me to Yeshua. That's what Rashi is going to prove that the Pshat is. The Onkelos translates it Ozi, meaning my strength. Now it says the Zimros is Loshen from Loshen Zimira, Loshen Zimra, Loshen Song. So it says Zimros, it should say Zimrosi, but uh, that's the way the Onkelos says my strength and my song is Ko. Hashem is my strength and Hashem is my song. And then there's a second sentence that says, Vahili Lishua. He was to me for a salvation, which is separate. So now let's look the Rashi inside. The Unculus translates it, Tokpi Vesushbachti. Tokfi means my strength and my praise. Hashem is my strength and Hashem is my praise. So the fact is uh, that it's written Ozi. So then Ozi with a comet. So Ozi. So it means it's Kimoi Uzi, as if it would be saying with Bishuruk. Uzi meaning my strength instead of Ozi. And then it says Vizimros. So it's as if it would say Kimoi Vizimrosi. Meaning, in my song, in my praise, the praise that we uh, praise Hashem. So, Ozi, my strength is in Rossi, my song is called Hashem. I would be, I'm surprised at the language that the Pasuk used. If this was the Pshat, it's surprising the language of the Mikra. So, Rashi is like this. We don't find anywhere of this kind of Nakuda, Ozi, when it means my strength. We don't find it in any other psukim. Uh, there's three places where it does say Ozi, but in these three places is Kshusamach Eitzel Vizimros. It's the same as this Pasik. When it says Ozi Vizimros, and we'll see, so therefore we're going to touch it differently. That's what the Arash is going to argue. But we don't find the word Ozi anywhere in Chumash, only together with Ozi Vizimros Ko. And and in all other places outside of these places, of these uh, three places, it's uh, uh, vowelized, not Ozi. Uzi, if it, if it means to say my strength, it doesn't say Ozi, my strength, but Uzi, my strength. Um, like the Posik he brings uh, down in Yirmeya Tazayin Posik test, it says, Hashem Uzi. Umma Uzi. So again, it's that's a shuruk over there. Or we find the pasuk in Tehillim, Perikun Tes pasuk Yud. It says Uzoi Elachashmoira. Again, the ayin is U with a shuruk. And Rashi says the general rule of uh, any uh, word that is made up of two letters, as the word Oz. Uh, so whenever you Add you take that word, make it longer, which means you add an uzi or, or zoi, his strength or my strength. When you like the word, you put in a shuruk. 
with the exception if the second letter is a uh, is a shva. So let's see in Rashi. Rashi is v'chein called teva Likewise, any time you have a word which consists of two letters, so Hanukuda is uh, the Nakuda uh, in the beginning. I mean, those letters have their vowel. Their first vowel would be a choylam. He calls it a malupin over here, but that's a choylam. So if a letter that has two, a word that has two letters, and the first letter of the two words has a choylam as the uh, first letter, so then, uh, so when you add a third letter by saying, uh, mine, his, you add something to that two-letter word that begins with the choylam, and there's one more qualification here. He says, "Ve'ein hashnia bishva or bechatov." So, so then the the first uh, letter uh, becomes a shuruk. So when you add, like in a way of oiz, which is the two letter, for example, then it would be uz. Z when we added the yud over there, um, the, because the exception, the reason Rashi says uh, that when the second letter does not have a shva, because that that's different, uh, uh, like we have in the pasuk ozcha, uh, so nahalt of the ozcha, because the zayin is a shva, so then the ayin could have a comet, even though it's oiz, it could be ozcha. But when the second letter is not a shva, so then the if the first letter is a choylom, it always becomes a shuruk. Kigoyin, let's give an example. Take, for example, the word oiz has to be read uzi. So the noun is a two-letter uh, word of oiz, and when you add the yud, it becomes uzi with a shuruk. It's a zroik, which is spit, then it becomes ruki, my spit. Choik, a rule, is chuki, my my rule. Oil, a yoke, you say uloi, his yoke. So there's always now from the choylom, it all becomes a shuruk, not a comet. Rashi is trying to prove, but here it should be, if it's my strength, it should be uzi. Yasur uloi, like it says, remove his yoke. If you have coil, the word coil all, then it's cool loy. Again, it's all as the Pasik says earlier in Perikidal Pasik Zain, Vishalishim Al Kuloi. So basically, in our case, Rashi says, number one, everywhere in the Chumash is always Uzzi. When it talks about strength, it's always Uzi, not Ozi. In addition to that, any word that has a choylam, I mean, the, the noun of uzi is with a choylam is oiz. Uh, any noun that has the letter choylam in the beginning and the second uh, letter will not be a shva is always gets a shuruk. So, first of all, this is the fact that the uzis and all the choylams, two-letter word, uh, two words, uh, become with the shuruk. So, and Rashi says, but when you take a look at these three places, Ve'elu, Gimel, and these three, three places, it says, Ozi, Bizimros. Uh, 
it says Ozivizimros. So it's Ozivizimros Kovayil Yeshua. That's Shalkan. That's the one that's written over here. Vishal Yishayo in Yishayin Perikud Beis Pasuk Chov. Vishal Tehilim and in Tehilim Kufyut Ches Pasuk Yudalit. So when you take a look over there, you see that Nakudim Bachatav Kometz. They are Nakud with a Chatav Kometz Ozi, not Uzi. So. One issue Rashi takes up with the onkelos is that we can't say that the word Ozi means Uzi, my strength, because otherwise it would not say Ozi, it would say Uzi. Uh, that's the correct punk, that's the correct vialization. But Oid and a further evidence Rashi says Ein mehem kosu Another pshat problem would be with the onkelos. In neither of these three places, it doesn't say zimrosi because it has to follow ozi meaning my strength, zimrosi and my praise. According to the onkelos, it means my strength and my praise is Hashem, but it always says elovizimros. So zimros doesn't say zimrosi. And there's a further evidence that altogether v'chulam samuch lahem. Vahili Lishua, it always has the same thing. Ozi Vezimrosko, Vahili Lishua, Smith for salvation. So, in other words, the fact that the Vahili Lishua is always together with these words, it's mashma that the Ozi Vezimrosko is not an independent statement. Uh, because had it been an Ozi Vezimrosko like the uh, Uncle says, why would it always have to say Vahili Lishua was to me for a salvation, which is Nothing to do really with Ozi Vizimraskov. So why doesn't it say in Yeshaya or in Tilim just the word Ozi Vizimraskov? Somehow we see from this Rashi proves that the Ozi Vizimraskov comes together with the Vahili Lishua. So therefore Rashi says, Therefore I interpret in order to uh, settle the language of the Posik. She'ain Ozi Kimoy Uzi, that Ozi is not the same as Uzi. When it says Ozi, it doesn't mean my strength. And veloy vizimros kimoy vizimrosi, and vizimros doesn't mean my song. It doesn't mean as if it would say vizimrosi. So basically, the word yud that the Aussie has, and zimros that doesn't have a yud, they're actually not a uh, yud hashimush that says uh, my strength or my song, but it is ela Aussie shame dover. It's a noun. It says oz. Now, why does it say ozi? If it's just Oz, you're saying the Oz and the Vizimros code, the strength and the Zimros, we'll see soon what the title of the Zimros, but the strength and the Zimros core, not my strength and not my Zimros, but the strength and the Zimros of core. So why does it say Ozzy? Uh, if it's only Oz, it's only the strength. So if it's a noun, Zoktrashi, Kimoi, uh, we find that the extra yud is just added for making the uh, sentence uh, nice. Uh, as we find, Rashi brings several examples. Kimoi, like in Tehillim it says, Hayoshvi Bashamayim. So it doesn't mean Hayoshvi sitting, my sitting. Hayoshav, it's really Hayoshvi Bashamayim. Added a yud over there. Or it says, Shoichni Vechag Veisela. Uh, it should say shoichen bechak veisela. So uh, this is a reference to uh, Edom uh, that they dwell on the on the mountains of of stone. So it's shoichen, not shoichni, really, not 
I, uh, but it's Yefam Elitza, he puts in the word the extra Yud, even though it's Shaykhain has to say, because in the Pashat, in the Dikduk. Uh, likewise, we find in Dvorim Lamad Gimel, Shaykh Nisne, that's Moshe's bracha to Yosef, so he says to him that he should be Shaykhain Bisne, but not Shaykhni. Uh, one who dwells, but not my dwelling. So this is all the extra yud. So, therefore, it's ozi is not the yud is not a shimush is not used to say mine, but it's oz without just like that. Look, look, shaykhni oz. Now, what is the pasuk saying? What is the praise that Yidna is saying over here? Ozi v'zim who Yeshua. That the ozi and the ozi, the strength and the zimroska was to me for our salvation. Uh, so now we see this is all one subject, not Ozi Zimrosi is Hashem, but Ozi Zimros Hashem, Hashem's Ozi and Hashem Zimros was to me for a Yeshua. Who are you, Lili Yeshua? And he says, Vizimros Dovuk, who Lutevis Hashem. It's Vizimras Hashem. It's not Vizimras Stab Hashem. Hashem is my Zimrosi, but the Zimras Hashem, Dovuk to Hashem. Like we find uh, the language Ezra uh, Hashem, meaning to Hashem's uh, the help of Hashem, to the help of Hashem, Hashem's help. Uh, so the, this is the Zimras Hashem, or it says Be'evras Hashem, Hashem's anger, or it says Al Divras Bnei Odom. So here is like the Divras Bnei Odom, just like the Zimras Hashem, Evras Hashem, or the Divras Bnei Odom. Uh, Divras here means like the Loshen Dabir, like uh, the uh, dominance, uh, conduct himself in a dominating way. So it's the uh, Zimras of Hashem. So what is the Zimras of Hashem? So the Asha Zimras of Hashem doesn't mean song of Hashem. Zimras Hashem means the cutting of Hashem. Loshim with Zimras is not the language of song or uh, uh, praise. It's, it's Lashon Loisizmai. It comes from the language of not to prune. I mean, not to cut down the branches. So Zimras from cutting down. Or, like we find the word Zimira Ritzim in Yeshai Chav Heiposik Ches, meaning Hashem cuts down the uh, evil, the Oritzim, the Rishoyim. They're all a language, L'shoyim Kisuach Krisa. They're a language of cutting down and, uh, and removing. So what does it mean? So Oziz Ka, so what is the Vizimros Ka? What is the, the cutting of Ka? Hashem's cutting. So he says that what it means here, Uzev Nikmosi Shalelikeinu Hoyelonu Lishua. Hashem's strength and Hashem's revenge uh, of our gods uh, by Hashem's revenge means Hashem's cutting down the enemy. Uzay, the Hashem's strength and Hashem's cutting down, Hashem's revenge by cutting down Hoylon Yeshua. So that was our salvation. So it comes out that Ozi Vizimros Kova Yeshua is one subject. Hashem Zimros is was my salvation. As opposed to the Unculus, which it was two separate. But the problem is, it doesn't say Vizimros Hoyal Yeshua, it says. So Krashi, don't be surprised why it says that it's mashma that it's something separate. 
something else. Why doesn't it say Hoya? Hoya Lilishua? So Rashi explains, There's examples from this Psukim that speak in this type of language. I'll give you an example, Rashi says. Says as kiras habayis tzaviv laheichel v'ladvir. The walls of the house uh, that Beis Hamikdash uh, he made them uh, different. Bayas loy tzaviv. He should say also tzloy tzaviv. He should say he made hoyeloimer also tzloy tzaviv. That the walls of the house he made says vayas. So it also says with vayas and so as if it's something uh, new. It says, "Vnei Yisrael, Hayeshim ba'ori Yehuda." They were sitting in the land of Yehuda, the Bnei Yisrael. Vayim lechaleihem rechavim, rechavim kinged over them. So it's not vayim lechaleihem. So it says, "Bnei Yisrael, Hayeshim ba'ori Yehuda, malachaleihem rechavim." He should have uh, said that he kinged on them, not vayim lech, like it's a new sentence. So we see that even though. It's a hemshech, it's still used lashon of vayimlech as if it was a new ascendant. So, or another example is it says, Me built Hashem. Hashem is not able to take him into Eretz Yisrael. She should say shochotom, but it says vayishchotem. By midbar yudalat posik design. This is when Moshe Rabbeinu was asking Hashem for the Eden after the hate of the Maraglim, that not to plague the people because the Goyim might say that Hashem has no ability. Um, also, with regards to the Meraglim, it says, Vanosh Masha Sholach Moshe, should have said Mesu, but it says Vayom Musu. Mesu, Oyla Loimar. Should have said Mesu, not Vayomusu. Then further it says, Vashad Lisom Libe Elvar Hashem Vayaziv. In Perik Tes Poschofalov, with regards to the Makas Boros, those who didn't listen to Hashem didn't bring in, didn't gather in the cattle. So it says Vayaziv. You should have said Hoyelimer Ozav. Should have said. And likewise we find uh many other places, but uh, similar in this case, Rashi says, so Bahili Lishua is not a new thing, but it's Vahilishua Hoyelishua that the Oziv is Zibrasko is was for me for Yeshua. Zekeli so Rashi bechvoidoi nigla aleihem, he uh, he appeared, uh, he revealed himself with his glory. While Yomarin Oisav Edzba, they would show his finger. They say Zekeli, Rosu Shivcha Layom, Mashiloro Nivim. That a maid servant was saw on the sea what the great prophets couldn't see. Vanveyu Ungulus Tirgum Loshinove, the Ungulus Tarkus translate Loshinove. Um, a nove means like a place where you live, neve uh, kochecho, or Yishayel. I'm giving neve shanon, living quiet, or neve tzoyim. Dover achar vanve loshen noy. It means beauty. Asaper noyi v'shvachay leboylam. I will say vanve. I'll say his beauty to the people of the world. Kigoyin shirashirim hey tesyud ma doidcha medoid doidi tzach v'odim. Uh, when Israel is asked, how is your beloved more than another beloved? So the Yidin will say, my beloved is, it says, ma doidich midoidu, ma midoid. So he says, doidich that my beloved is white and 
and Ruddy and the Mecholah uh, and the entire section of the Song of Songs uh, from there. This one is the, the God of my father, and I will exalt him. The God of my father, I'm not the beginning of the sanctity. But the sanctity has been established and has remained with me. The holiness, the holiness, and his godliness lie upon me, from the days of my forefathers. Okay, so Pasi Gimel, Hashem Ish Mulchama. Hashem is the master of war. Hashem Shmo. Hashem is his name. So Krashi, Hashem Ish Mulchama. Now, what does it mean, Ish Mulchama? Ish Mulchama means. Baal Milchamas. A man of war means Baal Milchamas, means a master of war. Kemoi, like we use the word Ish Noemi, and it means the master of Noemi, with the master of Noemi means the husband of Noemi. So there are two. Is it? Naomi. No, Naomi, that's the name over there. The Chol Ish V'Isheich. And wherever Ish or Isheikh appear when it says the word Ish or Isheikh Muturgomim Baal. They are translated by the Targum as master. So Ish means a master of. So this that he says over here, the whole Ish, so he says in the footnote over here that the uh, that is not true. It cannot mean all Ish, because Ish is translated in the Targum a lot of times as Gevar, as the man. But uh, he says it should be the word Ishi. That's why Ishi and Isheikh are translated as, um, as, as, as master. V'chein v'chozakto v'yiso li'ish. And it also when it says uh, be strong and be and be an ish. What does it mean be an ish? Be a man. Be a, not a man. Be a master. The uh, giver. That means the uh, ish having the same meaning as the giver. So ish is a is an expression of a master of a giver. Not that's the meaning of ish because regular ish means a man, right? Or ish means a husband. But in this case, it means Ishmilchama, uh, a master of war, as Rashi explains. Then it says Hashem Shemoi. Hashem is his name. So, what does it mean that Hashem is his name? Uh, how does that relate to the war? So he says Milchamoisov Loi Bichlezayin. He does not conduct his wars with weapons. Ella. But rather, he wages war with his name. As David says, David said to uh, Goliath, what did he say? I come against you in the name of Hashem of hosts. So what do we see here? That we use the name, that we use the Hashem's name, Hashem takes wages war with his name. An alternate explanation, Hashem Shemoy, that even while he wages war, 
and he is taking revenge from his enemies, Nilchami has wars, and he takes revenge from his enemies, he retains his attribute, he is still Hashem Shemoy, even though, so the Pesach is understood, Hashem Yishmuchama, even while Hashem wages war, he's still Hashem Shemoy, he still will, retains his attribute of mercy, Lerachim al Bruav, to be compassionate on his creatures, but Lazun is called by by feeding all the inhabitants of the world. So even though he's busy with the war, he still takes care of everybody else. Now Rashi speaks specifically feeding everybody. I mean, there's a lot of things that Hashem does at the time, but there's Lazun is But Rashi says not as is the practice of earthly kings than when he is occupied with war he turns away from all his other functions and he does not have power to do uh, both, uh, this and this so he does just one thing but Hashem is still Hashem is Shemoy Pasuk Dalet, Markivis Paroi Vecheloi, Paroi's chariots and army, Yoravayom, he hurled into the sea. Umifchar Shalishov Tubu Biyamsuf, his elite officers were sunk in the Red Sea. Yoravayom, Zakrashi, he hurled into the sea. Shadi Bayamo. So Yoravayom is translated by the Onkelos as Shadi Bayama. He threw into the sea. Shadi Loshin Yiriya. Shadi having the meaning of hurling. When you Shadi means you throw, you hurl something. And likewise the Pasik says, Yore uh, It says Yore Yore. So what is the Metargem Onkelos? So Uncle translate Ishtado Yishtudi means the same thing as Shadi. Thrown will be thrown. That talks about by uh, by Martin Torah, it says Yore uh, Yore. Um, when people people shouldn't go next to the mountain, he says the Pasikas are Yore Yore. Vatov Mishameshes Beilu and the letter Tov is used in these words, like it says, Ishtido, Yishtidi, it doesn't say Ishdo, Yishde, like Shadi over here. Bimkoim Tov, Yispoil, in place of, or in other ways, indicating the Yispoil, reflexive forms. Ishtide, Yishtidi, will be thrown. Yore is thrown, Ishtidi is the reflect, reflective form. Umifchar Shalishov, Umifchar, the elite, Zaktrashi Shem Dover. Umifchar is a noun. Kmoi Merkov Mishkov, having the same form as Merkov and uh, and Mishkov. So this two is what is is Mifchar, uh, and and also Mikro Kodesh and Mikro Kodesh. So these are all the various different psukim where. Uh, the word is, um, is 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 begins with a with a I guess with a mem and a vaso there. I mean, why 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 is Rashi looking for for nouns uh, and how is this 
Merkov is like a chariot. Uh, Mivchar is the um, the elite. Um, just wondering why Rashi is bringing the lotion from there, from Merkav, Mishkov, Mikra, Kodesh. Um, because they are all would begin with a Mem. And there's a Beis and a Rajin, all in Beis at least, in, 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 in Merkav, Mishkov, and Mikra. Okay, Baita. Tubu, Biyamsuf, they were sunk. What does it mean, Tubu, they were sunk? So, Rashi, Ein, Tviya, Ella, Bimkoim, Tit. The term Tviya always denotes sinking in a muddy place. Kemoi tovati bivain mitsula, as in tovati, I am sunk in the muddy depth, bivain mitsula. So tovati means uh, sunk, bivain in the muddy. Mitsula is depths. So in the muddy depth. Or is vayitba yirmiyo batit. Or the Pasuk yirmiyo sank in the mud. Uh, so here also it means tubu. So the problem is, what kind of a mud is there we're talking about? But they were in the water because they were sunk in the water. How how do we say that they sunk in the mud? So Rashi says, Malamed, this teaches us shenasa yamtit that the sea became more uh, with mud. So in other words, it wasn't just water; it became mud. Is to, to pay them back uh, as their measure, like measure for measure. Because they had enslaved the Jews with mortar. Mortar is what? What is mortar? You know, mortar is mud. No, mortar, no. Mortar is mud. Mortar is you take water and, and, and earth and you mix it together. That's mortar. Elevating and bricks. That's how they made the bricks. You know, they they heat, they make it out of, and they dry it out, and that becomes hardened. That becomes the bricks. So, so they were punished also with mortar. Now Rashi already said before that the fire from the Amud Eish went and heated up the the, the ground. Rashi already said this similar thing that it became mud over there. Yeah, I'm not sure if it said it over there before. No, over there, this was because you removed the. Um, the wheel, but I believe that Rashi someone said that the Aish, the Amud Aish, also did something to the to the water. In Pasuk of Dalad it says, Vayashki Vashem Machne Mitzrayim Ba'amud Aish Va'onon. So Rashi Ba'amud Aish Va'onon, Rashi says, Amud Onon Yered Ve'oisa Oisa Kitit. Uh, it made the, the the sea floor like clay, uh, like like tit. Um, no, it's it, it so already it's it's a tit and the mortar, this is and the mud is basically the same thing. So this is what Rashi said before, so already the floor, so we had already a similar thing before. Okay, let's go by to um, over there Rashi didn't bring the uh, the uh, to do them for the measure that they did, but over there it doesn't say mud, over there it talks about uh tit. Uh, but it, I think it's the same, basically the same thing. Okay. The depths covered them. They sank into the uh, shadowy depth like stone. Uh, they covered them. Zoktrashi, it says, but it's Kimo Yechasum. Yechasum is the same as Yechasum, covered them. And the middle letter, Yud, being extra. So it's like Yechasum, not Yechasumu. 
is extra. V'derech mikroiz b'kach. This is the usual in the psukim to talk like that's kimoi. Like there's another example. We say v'tsoincha yirbiyun. Your cattle and sheep yirbiyun, which means will increase. So it should really say yirbun, not yirbiyun. Likewise, it says or it says yirbiyun. Uh, it says they will be uh, satiated, uh, satisfied, right? So you should say yirvun, not yirviyun. Midashen b'secha, yirvun midashen b'secha, from the abundance of your house. So the pasuk says it should be really said yirvun midashen b'secha. It says yirviyun. The first letter Yud of Yechasimu, Yechasimu, Shemisham Shemashmo Loshnosid, which denotes the future tense, Ye will. Koch Parsheyu is explained as follows. Why? It should say, Toimus Kosom already covered them, not is going to cover them. So what does it mean, Yechasimu will cover them? So he said like this Tubu Biamsu, they sank in the Red Sea. So that the water should return and cover them. So what we learned in the previous pasuk that tubu yamsuf that they drown in the yamsuf is in order for tohaimus yichasimu so the tohaimus should be able to cover them. Yichasimu ain't doimel leibamikra binekudosi. Yichasimu has no similar. Vocalization in the Torah, the dark is nakod yichas yumoi malupin. It is normally vocalized yichas yumoi with a malupin with a choylam at the end. Yichas yomoi, not yichas yumu. Yichas yumoi. And Rashi, Rashi calls it a choylam. It calls it a malupin. Okay, kimoi oven like a stone. So Rashi b'mokim achar. And in another place, Solalu Kaiferis, it says that they la- they 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 sunk like lead. So that's uh, that's in in, in in later on we're going to see the pasuk. Here it says they went like a stone. Over there it said they went like lead. What is heavier, a lead or stone? Lead. Lead is heavier, right? About Makamachar and another place it says Yechleimer Kakash. He consumed them like a straw. So here they're actually like a straw. A straw is even lighter. So a straw is lighter. And then there is uh, a stone, and then there is lead. lead. So, uh, so this is because the wicked one were like straw, uh, which means they're being constantly scrambled as they were thrown up and down. Uh, we learned before in the Pasik that by Inayah, that he mixed them like the pot, so they were going up and down. Hashem gave them the kayak to give these serve. That was the Rishoyim. I guess they're all Rishayim, but amongst the Rishayim himself, there were different levels of categories of Rishayim too. Uh, Bainanim, the mid, the middle people over there were Kevin. They were like a stone. So, in other words, they uh, didn't go up and down, but they still suffered more. And the and the righteous ones, meaning those so-called righteous ones amongst them, relative to the other ones that weren't that they're not as wicked. Uh, I mean, he calls them Kshedim here, but it means the wealth of them was Kaiferis. They were like lead. They rested right away so that they didn't have to suffer so much. The only the, the thing is, though, in the, but the place of the oven and the, uh, and the Eferis, it talks about places that he threw them. Yordu, they descended Kimoy Eben, or in the Baikashi, it says Solalu Kaiferis, but it's all talking about floating in the water. But Yechleme Kakash, 
he just has consumed them like Akash, but he considers the Yachleimah also the water, the the sea in which they drown. Okay, Pasuk Yibam, Yimincha Hashem Nadari Bakoyach. Your right hand Hashem uh, is adorned with power. Yimincha Hashem Tirat. So your right hand Hashem uh, crushes the enemy. So Rashi, Pasuk Yibam, Yimincha Yimincha. It says two times. Yimincha Hashem, he says, is adorned with power, and your right hand Hashem crushes the enemy. So what is this tape on me? So he says, actually, these are two hands. How many hands? A person has how many hands? Two hands, right? One is the right, one is the left. But he says, when the Yidin do God's will, the left hand too becomes his right hand. Now, so therefore it's two hands, and both of them are right hands. So to speak, both hands of Ayyushter are, are are right hand. Now, I don't know what particular thing he's talking about here when he says Zoyster the Tenishal Mokim, meaning to follow Hashem into the desert and to follow him and uh, and Hashem is saving them. So that is the Ritzainishal Mokim. Yimin Hashem right hand Hashem is adorned with power. What does it mean adorned with power? That is talking about Li Hatzlis Yisrael. One is to save the Eden. Adorned with power, that is talking about to save the Eden. The Yimin Chashenis and the second right hand is Tirat Soyev, crushes the enemy. So one right hand saves the Eden, the other one crushes the enemy. The Lin Nida, however, to me it seems that the second Yimin means Oysu Yimin Atzmo Tirat Soyev. That very same right hand crushes the enemy. It's not the left hand that becomes the right hand. It's the same right hand becomes crushed hand. Mashi'i Efsher La'odon, which is something impossible for a human, has to do two acts with one hand. So he has to have two hands to do. But here, now, I think what he's saying is, Yimin Hashem, Yimin Hashem, at once he's doing it. Of course, one person can do it with one hand, one job, and then they do it the next job afterwards. But we're talking about at the same time, to do two things, a human being can't do that. But Yimin Hashem, that same hand at the time, that is Nadori Bakoyach, that is saving the Jews, at that same time it's smiting the, the enemy. So the Jews are going out of the sea, and the Goyim are going into the sea all at the same time. However, the plain meaning of the verse is Your right hand which is adorned with power What's his function? It's actually not a separate thing, it's the same thing Your right hand crushes the enemy And there are many verses that are like it We say, which the second posik is, the second is just telling us, explaining what the first one is talking about. It says, For behold your enemies, Hashem. Then it says what? For behold your enemies shall perish. So what does it mean here? So it means first we're saying, first we say, not two separate enemies, it's the same enemy. We're saying, behold your enemies, Hashem. They say, those enemies of your Hashem, they will perish. Or we say, Admosai Rishoyim Hashem. How long shall the wicked ones Hashem? Then you say Ad Yaloizu. Till when will the wicked one exalt? It's not two separate Rishoyim, it's the same Rishoyim. But first he says, Up till when the Rishoyim Hashem? Then he continues and says, Until when will the Rishoyim exalt? Nosu Nahor, exalt means be happy, rejoice. Nosu Nahor is Hashem, 
or the Pasuk, the rivers have raised Hashem, then it says, the rivers have raised their voice. So again, it's a repetition, but it's just clarifying, he continues the first verse, or Hashem, not for us Hashem, then it says, not for us. So it's not separate, it's the same thing. Hashem, I will respond, says Hashem, I will respond to the heavens. Those are all in the same Pasuk that follow each other. I am to Hashem, I will sing. Had it not been for Hashem, had it not been for Hashem who was with us when man rose up against them. Uri Uri Awaken, awaken, Dvoira. Then we say, Uri Uri Dabrishir. Wake up, wake, sing a song. Tirmas, a foot shall trample her. Then it says, Raglei Ani, the foot of a pauper, of a poor person. So all the Venos and Artsom, the Nachla, he gave the land as inheritance. Nachla Israel the inheritance to Israel's people. With the name and the like. Wow, Rashi brought here like so many examples. And I don't know, well, Rashi just brought all these examples over here to prove this one point. Alright, plus Kamecha. In your great majesty, you destroy your opponents. You send forth your fury, it consumes them like straw. So, Rashi, um, I'm sorry, you know what? I left out a Pasik, I left out the Rashi before. Uh, I'm going to go back. Nedori, Zoktrashi, Yemen Hashem Nedori Bakoyach adorned. Zoktrashi, you say that the letter you is extra. Kimoi Rabosi Om. Like it says in the word Rabosi, full of people, it should say Rabas Om, not Rabosi. Or Sorosi Bamadinois, the princes among countries, you say Soros Bamadinois, not Sorosi. Gnuvasi Yoim, stolen during the day, you should say Gnuvas Yoim. This is this possible Gnuvasi Yoim, that's by Yaakov complaining about. How Lovin was uh, mistreated him when he's complaining to him. I'm just wondering if Rashi over there bothered to explain the digduk of Gnuvasi. I don't remember that, that Rashi should explain, for example, over there why it says Gnuvasi instead of Gnuvasi and finds it important. You know, the way the Rebbe always learns explains why Rashi says what he says in the place that he says it. Uh, sometimes you have to check up and examine all the time the different places where the comment comes. Uh, what does it mean, Yimin Hashem Tiratz Oyev? That it crushes the enemy. So Rashi is constantly crushing and breaking the enemy um, because the um, actually the um, the lotion of um, tirats is a constant. Tirats uh, uh, will because when you're doing something all the time, it says tirats So it's a it's a constant act. It, it's not Yimin Hashem Oratz Oyev in the past, but Tiratz Oyev, which is a continuous constant, is always happening. The Daimeloi, as similar to this, the use of Rats to mean to crush, is Vayir Atsu Vayir They crushed and shattered the Bnei Yisrael. This is in the Shoftim, in the book of Shoftim, Perik Yud, Pasik Ches. another explanation, Yimin Chan Ederes Bakoyach. Your hand that is adorned with power, he mishaberes oyev, is the one that breaks and strikes the enemy. Uh, and then this is connected to the next verse as follows. 
So what is saying? And therefore, So now we're going to do the uh, next pasuk. Meanings in your great majesty, it says you destroy your opponents. Tares kamecha, you destroy those who stand up against you. So Tadashi, Zoy Sayod, Bilvadre Esesoyev. It is the hand alone crushes the enemy. Which means, Kshumerima Berev Goinei. Then when he raises it in his great majesty, when he raises his hand in great majesty, Goincha means, uh, it says, Yimincha Hashem. That's Hashem's man that crushes the enemies. When the Hashem, Berev Goincha, with Hashem's great majesty, uh, he will destroy his opponents. Taris Kamecha. Those who stand up against him. So and if his great majesty alone, his opponents are destroyed. Uh, when he's going to send his uh, forth his fury, that he will consume them totally. So just with Hashem's raising his hand with his majesty, already Taris Kamecha, he uh, destroys the opponents. So can you imagine what happens when when he sends his fury? Okay, what do Taris? Again, it's future. You destroy the Kamecha. You constantly destroy your opponents. What means Kamecha? Those who stand up against you. Who are the ones that stand up against Hashem? You say, those who stand up against you. Those who stand up against Yisrael are considered that they're standing up against the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Similarly it says, For behold, your enemies are in an uproar. Your enemies are in an uproar. What is their uproar? And what is the uproar? Al Amcha, the Pasik said, Yarimu Said, Yarimu Said. Against your people, they plot deceitfully. So so it calls it that what? Oivecha, your enemies. Whose enemies? Hashem's enemies. Yamoin. Al Amkhi Said. Bazekoida Isam and it is for this that they are called Oivam Shomakoim. They're called enemies of Hashem. They call them Oivecha for the plot against Yidin. So who is the Kamim over here? The come over here refers to the people that want to start up with you. In the next passage, through the wind or the breath of your nostrils, the waters were heaped up. Flowing water stood like a wall. The deep waters congealed in the heart of the sea. The wind of your nostrils. Nostrils, two nostrils, right? The wind that comes out of the two nostrils. The verse speaks as if it were possible. Regarding Hashem, as if compared to a human being, in order to attune the ears of the people. In accordance with their own experience. So that they might understand the matter. So Hashem compares it in such a way. When a person becomes angry, a breath furiously comes from his nostrils. 
and likewise there's an expression similar smoke arose from his nostrils God doesn't have any nostrils and there's no smoke going up over there but he's, he's also speaking so people can, can comprehend it similarly by the breath of his nostril are they consumed this is meant by the Pasik saying, Leman Shmi, for the sake of my name, also says, Api, I will lengthen my breath. What does it mean Hashem will lengthen his breath? When one anger, when one's anger is calmed, his breath is longer. When he's angry, his breath is short. The verse, the verse there continues, Utilosi echtam loch, and ulamanti ilosi, which means, for the sake of my praise, utilosi echtam loch, osim chatam api, I will place a nose ring in my nose. Hashem says he'll place a nose in my nose, which means, listem nechiri, nechira, in order to close up my nostrils, bifnei ruach, against the anger and the breath, shaloyetsu, so that they not come out. Loch bishvilcha, loch that means for your sake. So it, it, it says lumanti losi, so that because of my praise, I will place a chatam ba'api to close up my nostril in front of the wind and the anger, so they shouldn't go out for you. So echtam is kimei na'oka ba'chatam. Echtam has the meaning as na'oka ba'chatam, the mesecha shabbos, which is found in mesecha shabbos, which means. Uh, 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 a closing of a, a closed ring to close the nose, a nose ring. This is what it seems to me. The whole Khar Mikra, whenever Af and Charoin are joined together in the Torah, I say the following is the explanation. Choroy Af is the expression, Choroy Af, the word Choroy Kimoy is similar to the word. Chora in Ba'asmi Chora Mini Chorev. My bone is Chora from the heat. What does it mean? Lashoin Srefa O Mokit. Where Chora means burning and heat. Asmi Chora, Chora Mini Chorev. Shani Hirayim is Chamim in Venechrim. Because the nostrils become hot and burning. Ba'isa Ketsev. At a time of anger. The Choroin Migzeras Choroi, and Choroin is derived from Choroi. Uh, so therefore, it means heat. The same way as Rotsin is derived from Rotsin. The Chain Chema, similar to the word Chema, wrath, is the Chain Chamimus, is also a derived from Chamimus heat. And therefore, the reason it says, and his anger burnt within him. Uh, and when the anger subsides, one says, his mind has cooled off. So, means burning. And uh, burning of his, of his nose, because when the uh when a person gets angry uh then it it it, it burns um, so so with the anger 
Okay, so that's another thing. So Rashi brings in the Khar and Af because we're explaining the nostrils, the connection with the nostrils, uh, with the blowing, with the anger. So Rashi really explains what means Khar and Af, meaning also the burning of the Af. And here it means Ruach Apecha, the wind of the Af. Nermumayim, what does it mean? Nermumayim, the water were heaped up. Nermumayim. So Klash Unkulus Tirmulan Unkulus translate Nermu Lushoy Narmimus as derived from Armimus. Cleverness. Nermumayim is cleverness, which means Lushoy Tsakus Amikra. However, according to the clarity of the Torah, of the Pasik Kimoi, it has the same meaning as Aremas Chitim, a mound of wheat. Nermumayim means that they were heaped up. The expression stood like a wall indicates this, that we're going to say they were heaped uh, up and they were standing up. heaped up uh, from the heat of the breath. The wind, the heat of the breath. That came out of your nostrils. The heat of the breath. Ruach uh, didn't say heat, it says the wind, the anger, but there must have been heat there too, that's why the had enough. Yavshua Amayim, the waters dried up, and they became like piles, and mounds of grain stacks which are high. So they just dried up, like the water dried up. Now it became, instead of water, it became, it stood up, they stood from Hashem's anger, Hashem sort of dried up, the the moisture in the water and now they're laying like a heap of grain they're just stacked up on top of each other as if it was dry stuff they stood like a, like a wall means like also translates it like a kishur means like a wall Nade a wall Nade is a term of heaped up and gathered uh, as in as a nade pile of branches on the day of sorrow uh, a pile of branches nade kotzir or he gathers like a mound it is not written but rather and if kanade would be the same as chanoid the chaynes l'shein achnose and chaynes would have the same meaning as achnose. Gatherin hoyel lichtayv. It should have been written machnis kanoid. He gathers kivanoid as in into a leather water pouch. Machnis kivanoid meayom. The waters of the sea. So we should have said machnis. He brings him in like in an oven. Elokaynes. But kainus denotes gathering and piling up, uh, not uh, gathering up. Similarly, the waters rose up as one mound. The and they stood up as one mound. The terms rising and standing do not apply to water pouches. Only in walls and piles. And we also don't find vocals only with a choylam. But noid. As in place my tears into your flask. As noid or in the milk pitcher. So basically, it's not noid, it's not a pitcher, but made, it's like a, a, 
<coughs> gathered up. The world was gathered up. It's not didn't bring it in like into a picture. Okay. Kafu, Zakrashi, congealed, Kimoi, Vichagvina, as in and like cheese. Takpi Aini. You have solidified me. So Kofu means when it congeals, when it becomes hardened. For they, the depth hardened and became a stone. And the waters threw the Egyptians upon the stones with force. And battled against them with, with all kinds of harshness. What does it mean? The walls itself. So part the 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 tohimis, the depth the depth congealed became hard, and I guess there was still water there. There was water pushing, and there was you know where waterfalls. There was a a very uh, interesting scene over there that was going on. Believe yam. What does it mean? Believe yam in the heart. Does the yam have a heart? What does it mean? Believe yam. Kafu tohimis. The uh, waters congealed. The deep waters congealed. In the heart of the yam, what does it mean? The heart of the yam, meaning in the very strongest part of the sea. That's where everything pulsates. You know, in the heart, the beats, the heart beats, and everything else. That's where the life force, the strength of the yam, is called the heart of the yam, the, the, where everything is uh, strong. Pasuk tes, Amar Oyev, Pasuk tes. The enemy said, Erdoif Asig, I will pursue them. I will overtake them. Achalik Sholol, I will divide the spoils. Timlaima Nafshi, I will satisfy myself. Orichabi, I will draw my sword. Tedishema Yodi, my hand will destroy them. Pasik Tes. Again, I gotta go back, I'm still in the middle of the Rashi. Vedarach Amikroyz and Daber Kain, back to Bechazik Yom. It is usual for the Psukim to speak this way. Adlev Hashemayim. For example, to the very middle of the heavens. Uh, what does it mean? Lev Hashemayim means the middle of the heavens. That's the middle, yeah? The heart of the heavens. Belev Ha'ela, the very middle of the oak tree. So Lev means the heart. So again, not also, Lev means actually in the middle over here, Bechayzik uh, but Lev also means the middle of the thing, because the heart is sort of the middle of the body, right? Uh, denoting the essence and strength of a thing is the essence, the, meaning the middle is the essence of it and the strength of it. Okay, Omar Oyev, the enemy said, Zotrashi Amoy to his people, when he seduced them with words, I will pursue them and overtake them, that's what Bachalik Sholol, and I will divide the spoils. So Rashi says, "Im sorai with my ministers and my servants, because we learned before that Pare told them, "Upare uh, hikriv." Pare hikriv. Rashi said he went before and he said, "I'm not going to treat you like other kings. I'm going to give you equal with me. I'm not going to uh, treat myself special." So he said, "Achalik sholol." What does it mean? Tim nafshi. I will satisfy myself. What does it mean? Tim loemoi tismalim hem nafshi. Timlaima means my soul will be filled with them. Ruchi Ritsoini. Nafshi meaning my spirit and my desire uh, will be filled. Baal Tisma Al Teva. Do not wonder about a word. Hamadabed is Bishtaim that expresses something expressed by two words. Timla Eimoi. Timolimahem. Timlaima expresses the same thing as Timolimahem. Yesh Harbi Bloshinazeh. For there are many instances of such expressions. 
Ki Eretz Hanegev Nisatoni. For example, for the southern land, Nisatoni is Kimoi, that's the same thing. Nosatoni being the same as Nosatoli, you have given to me. Or they could not dabroi, uh, speak uh, peaceful, peaceably. So it's Kimoi Daberimoi. Dabroi being the same as Daberimoi, speak with him. Bona Yitzouni, or my children Yitzouni, Kimoi, Tzouni being the same as Yotsumi many. Bona Yotsouni went out of me. Misparts Odai Agideno, or the number of my steps Agideno. So Agideno being the same as Agidloi, I tell him. The number of my steps, I tell him. Afkon Timlaema, here too Timlaema means Timoli Nafshimehem, my soul will be filled, my soul will be filled from, with, from them. Orik Harbi, I will draw my sword. Eshleif, the Klashi is Uncle Shrasid it. Orik means I will draw. Balshem Shu Medik Es Hatar, it is because the it em, he empties the seat. When you take out your sword, it's called Orik. Bishlifosev in Nishorek. Upon drawing it and it remains empty. Huh? A seat is where they hold the 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 knife in, the case for the for the cherub, for the sword. A neifel b'lashen aroka is a term emptying aroka fits it. Kimoi merikim sakayem, as in merikim, they emptied their sacks. Merikim sakayem, they emptied sacks. The chayl of yoriku, or as and his vessels yoriku, they will empty. Ba'al toimar ein lashen reikus neifel ala yoitzi. Do not claim that the term reikus empty does not apply to that which is being removed. Because we're saying the sword is called orik, I'm taking out, but the other thing is getting emptied. But rather, it applies only to the container, or to the sack, or to the vessel, from which it has been removed, but not to the sword or the wine. And therefore, have to resort to a forced explanation. Orich Harbi Kilushoin, that Orich Harbi has the same meaning as Bayorek Es Chanichov, and he armed his trained servants. So Orich Harbi, and Azai Es Dayin Becharbi, I will arm myself with my sword. Doctor uh, Rashi. Motsinu, this is unnecessary because we find Haloshi Musav Av, the word Aroka referring also Alayoitza to that which is being removed. Shemen Turak, example, oil Turak which is emptied. So oil which is emptied. So although the empty loy hurak or it or it the wine was not emptied. Mikli al kli from vessel to vessel. It does not stay here, stay here, the vessel was not emptied. But rather the wine was not emptied. From vessel to vessel. Thus we find the term referring to the wine. Similarly, they will draw their swords against the beauty of your wisdom. In the narrative uh, concerning Hiram. So we see. Uh, that Hiriku can go on the sword, not only on what is being emptied out. Toiri Shema, Lashoin Reishes Vidalos. Toiri Shema is a term denoting Reishes, poorness and poverty. As in Moirish Mafish, impoverished and in riches. So he says, Toiri Shema Yodi, I will draw my son and my 
hand will destroy them, meaning my soul will impoverish them. You make you made your wind blow, the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Rashi already pointed out the Kaiferes uh, and also the Ruchacha. What's the Ruchacha here? Zokrashi, Noshafto, you made your wind blow, or you, you, you blow, the Shonafacha. Noshafto is a term meaning blowing. <coughs> Similarly, he also blew upon them. So Lalu, they sank. Zokrashi, Ishtako. So Lalu means they sank. Shoku Omku. They sank, they went very deep. It's like, almost like the, more like tubu means they sank, but this is ishtako, the shoin mitzula, from the word mitzula, depth, tzolalu. Kai feres, sotrashi, avor, that means lead. Posigud alef. Micha moicha ba'eli ba'kelim Hashem, who is like you among the mighty Hashem? Micha moicha nedor ba'kodesh, who is like you adorned in holiness? Before he just said Nedori, now it's Nedori Bakoyach, Bakoydish. Noiros Hilois Oisei Fela. Awesome in praise, uh, doing wonders. So, Rashi, Mi Chaboycha Boelim means amongst the mighty. Bachazokim. Boelim means amongst the mighty. Kimoyves Eile Horus Lokach. And and Eilei, the mighty of the land he took, Eyalusi lezrosi chusha, or Eyalusi, my strength, lezrosi chusha, hasten to help me. So again, the word Eilim, and the word Eyalusi, means strength. Noirosi hilois, awesome to praise. What does it mean, awesome to praise? So, Tlashi, yorui milhagiti lesecha. It is fearsome to relate your praise, penyamatu, for one might fall short in his praises. So it's awesome to praise him. Kmeshikosuv, as is written, for you, silence is praise, because sometimes not saying anything is better, because when you say, and you don't say enough, it's better not saying anything. Notiso yimincho, prosecute base, you extended your right hand, the earth swallowed them. Um, again, this is again using the lotion of Yemincha, the Yemincha we used before, but here it just says one Yemincha, and is this at the same time or a different time? Notisa Yemincha, you extended your right hand. When God extends his hand, the wicked become extinct and fall. Because all things are held in his hands. And they fall when it is extended. So Hashem sort of holds everything in His hands, and when He switches His hand, everything falls. Oh. It says in the post, it says, When God will extend His hand, and the helper will stumble, and the one being helped, and the one being helped will fall. It can be compared to a glass vessel. They're placed in the hand of a person. He extends uh, or opens his hand slightly. 
they fall and break. So Hashem opens his hand, stretches his hand, so they fall down and they break. In your kindness, you led the people you redeemed. With your might, you guided them to your holy dwelling place. Rashi. Um, again, I skipped the Rashi before, and the Rashi Tivlaima Oretz. Zakrashi Mikan the earth, the earth swallowed them, so from here we derive that they were privileged to be buried as a reward for having proclaimed that Hashem is the righteous one. Rashi already brought down before, Rashi says from here we know that they were uh, but uh, Rashi said already before, I can't remember, but I, I believe that Rashi already brought down before somewhere, I can't find it uh, exactly where it was, but Rashi said before that they were buried. Um, I think that uh, so somehow I remember that. Yeah. Okay. So the pasuk of Gimel says, In your kindness, you led Amzugalta, the people you redeemed, the With your might, you guided them to your holy dwelling place. Rashi, Nehalto, you guided. L'shoim Menahel has the same. Uh, derivation as Menahel leader. Uncle's Tigrim. Uncle's, however, translate it Soivarhi, the Shoinais of the Soivo, relating to carrying and bearing. Um, but he was not meticulous to explain it according to the exact Hebrew language, which Nehalta means a language of leading. Peoples heard and they tremble. Terror gripped the inhabitants of Ploshes. And they tremble. They tremble. What does it mean? The inhabitants of Ploshes. Because it was they who killed Ephraim's descendants. Shemiru, who have calculated prematurely as Akates, they hastened the end of the Egyptian exile. And because um, they counted 400 years from the Brisbane of Sorim, which was 30 years before Yishok's birth. And. Um, and uh, we learned before Rashi that he's only a 430 years from when Yitzchak was born. Uh, so anyways, the Bnei Ephraim, they wanted to go out from Mitzrayim earlier. As it's related to Divrayomim, the mans of Gaz, this is the Philistines, the Yoshep Loshes, killed them. Over there it's related the story how they were killed, they tried to go earlier. So now... Uh, so the terror now gripped the Philistines for they anticipated uh, uh, vengeance from the Bnei Yisrael because they were going to, that's why Yesh blushes for what they did. They killed the Bnei Ephraim. A lot of the Bnei Ephraim were killed by the uh, by the Ploshes. Yeah, it's uh, Anshigas. Then the chiefs of Edom panicked. 
Remember we had all the alufim, the Pasuk talked about. So the alufi yadim, um, in the, the end of Ayyitzim, um, the mighty of men of Mayov were seized with trembling. All the inhabitants of Canaan melted away. Tezvav, Rashi. Alufi Edom and the Eli Mayov, Rashi, the chiefs of Edom and the mighty men of Mayov. Uh, were gripped with fear, right? Uh, were seized with trembling. Grabbed them fear. But surely they had nothing to fear. For they, the Bnei Yisrael, were not going against them. But the explanation is it was because of the resentment. For they resented and uh, and suffered Yisrael as a result of the honor Bestowed on the Yidden. so they were in. They were in. in uh, they, they suffered. They were in pain because the Yidden were treated, were being triumphantly going on. So that's why the Eile Moyav and the, and the Yeshech Non. They were. Uh, why were they uh, rod? Why were they uh, uh, trembling? With this sort of more like anger, not of fear. Namaygu, uh, when they uh, they melted away, not that was out of pain. So that wasn't so. Rashi explains that the Alufei Mayav and the Eile Edom didn't have anything to fear from the Yidden fighting with them. They were they were actually in pain because of their own uh, evilness. Yeah, but that's not everything. Just, is. If you do bad, I should punish them. Because of their own evilness. Namaygu melted away. So Rashi Namasu. Uh, means melted away. Uh, as in with showers, uh, uh, you make it soft. Um, they said they are coming against us. Uh, they said to annihilate us and inherit our land. Well, how does this fit with what we said? But as opposed to, uh, it's understood, uh, their hearts melted, because that's understood, uh, because they said, they're coming to destroy the, um, uh, because the Eden were coming there, so that's why it's understood why over there is, as opposed to, the where we have to explain that that was because they uh, couldn't just take the glory of the Jewish people. People had horror, horror and dread fall upon them. At the greatness of your arm, they are still a stone. Until this people, your people, cross over Hashem. Until uh, the people you acquired cross over. The Rashi. Again, tipal alehem a mosa. It says falls on them a mosa lefachad. So Rashi a mosa horror fall upon them a mosa is ala rechoitim. Those are far away. Vefachad and dread is an expression ala kroivim. Those who are nearby. Inyan shenemar. This is similar to what is said. Kishemaynu es hashalhevish v'goyimim. For we have heard, for he has dried up, etc. So what do we see from there? So he says here that after the Bnei Yisrael crossed the Yardin, 
the Jordan River entered Yisrael, Yeshua sent Kolev and Pinchas to spy out Yerichos. Whereupon they came to Rachel's house, and she said to them, uh, um, uh, that that uh, I know that God has given you the land, and then it says a maschem. Fear of you has befallen us, and that all the inhabitants of the land namigu have melted away before you. For we have heard that God dried up the waters of the Reed Sea before you when you left Egypt, etc. So Rachav associated Ema with hearing with God did the Bnei Israel, thereby indicating Rashi's point that Ema is fear of something far away. Secondly, Namegu Shechnan came true as Rachav expressed it, Namegu kol Yeshvei Haaretz. So we see that a muscle is afar, and then it is actually nomegu. That both things happen. So they were nomegu koyeshvichna. So Rashi is pointing the point that a muscle is under the chaykim, and also that it was actually nomegu, because they were afraid. Ajaber, uh, ajaber, it says, until they cross over, they cross over, as Unculus. Explains it. What does Uncle explain? Uh, it says twice. Till they pass over the Anon. Uh, uh, until they pass over the Yarden. It's Yaber Amcha. So first they went over the Arnon. Uh, uh, that's by the Malachim over there. They passed the Arnon and then they passed the Yarden. Um, so that's why it says two times at Yabit. Koniso, what means Koniso? You acquired. So Trashi, Chibavta Mishar Umes. You hold it dearer than other nations. That's the Jewish people. Prosecute Zion. To the aim of Sita you will bring them and plant them. Baharnachaloscha on the mountain of your inheritance. Machin Lushiftacha, the place of your habitation. Pa'alta Hashem, which you Hashem have made. Migdash Hashem, the sanctuary. My master, Koinu Yedecho, which your hands established. Uh, again, I, uh, I just missed the line of Kaniso. Similar to an object acquired at a high price that is held there by the person, that's why it's called Kaniso. Um, you will bring them. Uh, he says, TV Amoy, you will bring them. Who's saying the Shira? Moshe Rabbeinu is saying the Shira. Together, Moshe and Israel. So he's saying, you will bring them. Moshe prophesied that he would not enter the land. It therefore does not say, TV Amoy, you will bring us. He says, you will bring them, not us. Because Moshe Rabbeinu didn't end up going into Israel. Uh, the place. Uh, you plant Barnachaloscha, the mountains of your inheritance, Mochin the Shiftacha, the place for your habitation. The Trashi Migdash Mato, the temp the the Mesamigdash below, Mechuvan Keneged is lined up exactly opposite Kisei Shalmailo, the throne above. So Mochin is the throne above Asher Pa'alto that you made. 
that Hashem made. So, in other words, what it is, Hashem's throne above is sort of lined up, right the, uh, to the base Amigdash. So it comes right down into the base Amigdash. Rashi brought down before with regard to, with regard to the Sulam, the Gabi Yaakov, Rashi brings down the Sulam of Tzavar, Rashi says, Beis Amigdash Shalomailo, Mechumen Kenegad Beis Amigdash Shalomato. Over there, Rashi talks about the Beis Amigdash, that how they're uh, with the whole Indian that where Yaakov passed through over the Beis Amigdash. But here Rashi talks about the throne, the Kisa Shalomailo. So he says, Mochoin, the Harnachalosoi, so Mochoin, the Shiftacha, uh, that's a uh, a, a place uh, a place for Hashem to sit to sit from the throne to come down. So what does it mean Hashem Paul Hashem Paul Hashem made it? Mikdash Hashem, the sanctuary, the the trap, the annotation on it, the word Mikdash is a Zokeim Godoy. Mikdash. In order to separate it, to separate from the Hashem the Father. It's not Migdash Hashem, but it's Migdash. Adishem, Kerenu Yadecha. Hamigdash. Hamigdash. Thus giving us the meaning of the sanctuaries. Hashem, Kerenu Yadecha. Hashem, Kerenu Yadecha Hashem, which your Hashem, which your hands Hashem established. Chavim Beis Hamikdash. The this indicates the preciousness of the Beis Hamikdash. Shaylam Nivra Biyod Achas. For the world was created with one hand. Shneimar, as it said, Av Yodi Yos Daaretz. Truly, my hand has established the earth just with one hand. Yodi. Umikdash Bishteyadaim. But the Mikdash was made with two hands. Says Kainu Yodecha. Veimosay Yibana Bishteyadaim. And when will it be built with two hands? Bizman. At the time, Shashem Yimloich That's the next passage. Hashem will reign forever and ever. In the future, when all the kingdom will be His, and that's what it says. The next passage Hashem Hashem will reign forever and ever. It is void is an expression of denoting eternity. And the letter Vav is part of the root. Vo'ed, l'fikoch hipsucha, therefore it is vocalized with a pasach. Uh, uh, I just lo'lom va'ed, but that's lo'lom va'ed. Uh, but in the avola noichi, l'fikoch hipsucha, avola noichi ha'yedeya va'ed, I am the one who knows and bears witness, sh'avov bo'i shimush, kibutzi, there is va'ed, is where the letter Vav is in the prefix and it bears the comments of Baal Vav. Okay. So this is a, um, it's different. By us, Rashi says, and his Vav. But he brings down over here in the footnote another explanation of this Rashi. Rashi is not discussing the Vav, but rather the Ayin of Vav here and of Vav in Yermia. When Rashi says here that the vowel is a patach, he actually means a patach cotton, or as we call it, a segel. When he says that in Yirmiyot the ayin has a kometz, he means a kometz cotton, uh, or as we call it, a tzeri. So over here it's uh, va'ed, and over there it's va'ed. Right. 
When Pari came with his horse and chariots, and his cavalry into the sea, Hashem returned uh, the waters of the sea on them, and the Bnei Yisrael walked in dry land in the midst of the sea. So, when Pari's horse came, Kivo means when it came. Okay, so that's done with the Shira. Posik Chof, Odarden, Posik Chof, Patikach Mim Anavi Achis Arin. So Miriam, the prophet, is the sister of Arin, took, as I told you, the drum in her hand, but they said, Okola Nosh Macharevusum Mechoilois. And all the women followed her with drums and dancing. So Trashi, Patikach Mim Anavi, Miriam, the prophet, is took. The Hechon Islam, but where was it that she prophesied? Kshois Achis Arin, it was when she was only Arin's sister, in other words, before Mashabainu. Now it says also Achis Arif, but Sister Baris, she was in the Bible Achis So it's Achis Arif. Koyibishnel Moshe, before Moshe was born. Amra, see, because she only Achis Arif, she's not Achis Moshe. But she was Achis Arif, Koyibishnel Moshe, before Moshe was born. Amra, she said, Asido, Yimishu Teilud Bein, my mother is destined to give birth to a son. Kedisa Besaita, Gemara says, Himself to Saita. Another interpretation, another explanation is Achas Aaron. Why she's called Achas Aaron? Because it put in life in jeopardy for her. When she was struck by leprosy. And therefore, Nikras al Shemoy, she is identified by his name. As Hatoif, the drum. Zemer, an instrument of certain kind of music. With drums and dancing. The righteous women of that generation were sure that Hashem would perform miracles for them. So they took drums out of Egypt. Miriam led them in the response. Go sing to Hashem for His Most High. Rashi already translated. He's go of the game, different three Purushim I said before. Horse and its rider he hurled into the sea. Miriam led them in his response. Moshe sang the song for the men. He would say it and they would respond after him. So it says, Moshe says, He would say, they said after him. And the question is exactly how it was said, but Miriam Amr Shira Nashim. And Miriam sang the song for the woman. Uh, so uh, So what Rashi is saying to us, so she said the Shira Nashim and so when it says here, Shiru Lashem, Kigoy Goy, Sudrechunama Yam, this is just starting off the Shira that he said before. This is the same so it's starting off and she let it and then the Jews responded to Miriam just like they responded before to Moshe Rabbeinu so Moshe led the Bnei Israel away from the Yamsuf and they went out to the desert of Shur they traveled for three days in the desert and they did not find water 
with gold and silver ornaments and precious stones. And the Yisrael kept finding them in the sea. To the point that the the booty of the sea, the booty means what the spoil, what they were getting was greater um, than the booty taken out of Egypt. As it said, we'll make gold bracelets for you from, that is, from the booty of the sea, in the Kudlis HaKesev, together with silver studs from the booty of Egypt. So, Tudayzov means bracelets. The Kudlis means, booty uh, meaning it's much smaller pieces from there. Uh, therefore, you got to push them, uh, make them travel against their will. So, by uh, so they came to Morav, they could not drink water of Morav, because they were, it was bitter. The place was therefore called Morav Bitter. So they came to Morav, same as tomorrow. The letter A, the end of the word, is in place of the letter Lamed at the beginning. The letter Tov is in place of the He. Also. which is part of the root word moro and when it is in the construct state when it is joined to a which is added in the place of a lamed so then the root letter hey is changed to a tough similar to any hey that is part of the root word it changes to a hey in the construct state, as in I have no no anger, and his anger burnt within him. There you have a hey of a root word, changing to a tough. Because it is joined to the added vav. Similarly, a slave and an Amma, servant maiden. Hine, uh, uh, which changes to here is, which changes to here is Amosi Bilho, Amosi my handmaiden Bilho. Or, the Nefesh Chayo, to a creature of life, Vezihamatu Chayosu Elohem, becomes Chayosu, his life makes bread repulsive to him. Bein Haromo, Vesush. Between Rama, Rama and Bethel, which changes to his return was Haramasa. So the word is really Rama, but then the Tav takes the place of the He. Okay? The people complained to Moshe saying, What shall we drink? They complained. Uncle is to translate it in the Nifal form. The Isra'amu. Uh, uh, in Aramaic, the Ispal represents the Hebrew Nifal. This is the way of expression of complaint. To revert the statement to the person complaining. Misloinen, misroyem. An example, misloinen, complain, misroyem, resent. V'loyomer loinen royem. And it is not said in the form of loinen royem. V'chein yemer haloyes. The Frenchmen also express in this way. De kumpish belas. 
the action refers to himself by the use of the expression shay. And Moshe cried out to Hashem, Hashem, Hashem showed him a tree, he threw it into the water, the water became sweet, there he set before them statues and ordinances, and there he tested him. There he sat before them. In modern, he gave them some section of the Torah. She is Askubahem, so that they occupied themselves with studying them. Shabbos, the section is dealing with Shabbos, the Paraduma, the Paraduma, the red heifer, and the administration of justice. And there he tested him. Uh, the, the, meaning the nation and saw their stubbornness they did not consult with Moshe with respectful language in other words pay for, pray for compassion for us that we may have water to drink but rather they complained so the Pesach and he said to them if you vigilantly obey the voice of Hashem your God, by of into what is upright in his eyes, uh, you will do. You will do and give ear to his commandments. Listen, and preserve all of his statutes. Then every sickness that I brought upon Egypt, I will not bring upon you. for I am Hashem who heals you. Implies acceptance that they accept upon themselves God's command. Uh, so that's the acceptance. Then we talk about Yoshbein of Tase, Tase meaning the actual performing of the mitzvah, not just accepting it, but actually doing it. And then it says Vazanto, that they give ear, means Tase is indicates the ears in order to be exact in fulfilling them, meaning not just doing them, but doing them specifically. Kol Chukov, all of his statues, Zakrashi, what does it mean, Kol Tushov? Those statues, Dvarim Shein Hazeris Mala. Things are solely a decree of the king, Beloishim Tam, with no given reason. The Yetzirah Mekantar Aleim, with the evil inclination, finds fault with them. Mo Yisubeilu, be saying, what is the sense of their prohibition? Lomanesra, why were they prohibited? Kigoyin, for example. Levishas Kilayim, the prohibition against wearing shatlas, a mixture of garments of wool and linen. Machilas Chazir, or eating pork. Upor Aduma and the mitzvah Upor Aduma, red heifer, kaitzim and the like. So it says, Loi osim allecha, I will not bring upon you. Bim osim, meaning if I do bring it, harikuloi husma, it will be if it were not brought. So first of all, Rashi saying, Loi osim allecha doesn't mean it will not. It would be like I didn't bring it, kani Hashem refecha, for Hashem who heals you. It doesn't make sense. If Hashem is not going to bring it upon you, why does he have to heal you? So Hashem says, it's not that he wouldn't bring it, it's as if he didn't bring it because he will heal you. This is the Midrashic explanation with Yipshutai. But in the plain explanation is, For I am Hashem who heals you, and teaches you Torah and mitzvahs, so that you may be saved from them, from the diseases. It's like a doctor tells a person, Do not eat these particular things, lest it bring you to disease. And Zehu Izen eats mitzvahs. This represents listening to mitzvahs. Chenu Aimer, and this is what is meant when it says the Dif Oish Tihi 
in obedience mitzvahs will be healthful to your body.